Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Wow, the Friday before a long weekend podcast. Is there anything better? Mm, the laughter of a child. No. The first bird song of spring. No. Hmm. Both garbage in comparison to this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, new sheets day. That's a pretty good day. Fresh sheets day. That's a pretty good day. I I would go Friday before a long weekend podcast, new sheets, then laughter of children. Yeah, in that order. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love new sheet or fresh sheet day. I'm always the one that has to make the bed, though, and I suck at it. I dread it all day long when I think about it. I'm pretty good at it, except when it comes to getting the duvet back in the duvet cover. Thankfully, yeah. summertime, the duvet I just take out. Oh. And I just have the cover on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the summer, my life is easy breezy. Come wintertime, yeah. stuffing that thing back in there, poof, forget it. Can you imagine if you lived alone during the pandemic and uh, you had to put your duvet back in the duvet cover? Because that, in my house, that's a two-person job. It's a nightmare. Yeah. I know there are some videos you can look up online where they teach you a rolling technique where you somehow like- It's garbage. Doesn't work. I don't know how it (laughs) works. I can't get the science figured out, but uh, the internet tells me it works. Although I've also seen videos of how to fold a shirt in like two seconds. Yeah, where you do that little, yeah, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, What would you do if you lived alone, had a duvet- had to get it back in the cover, and you had a broken arm. What would you do? Have we talked about my idea for the duvet doula? <laughs> Did no. we talk about that? No. Or is that just an idea of driving to work at 3.30 in the morning? Is it like Uber, but for duvets? Well, it's a person that maybe you have a broken arm. Maybe you're an amputee. I don't know. And you're it's laundry day. You're trying to get the duvet back in the duvet cover, but you live alone. What are you going to do? You call the duvet doula. And they swing right by and they help you get your duvet back in the cover. Man, that, that line of work, it would be right up there with being a mover. Uh-huh. Because everybody hates moving. So yeah. imagine doing that full-time as your job. Like, that's tough. That's tough work. Being the duvet doula? And then I would put the duvet doula right up there. Like, that's yeah. a tough job. You spend eight hours a day driving around putting duvets back in the covers? Oh. Tough way to earn a living. I got to take that to the dragon's den. I got to take that to the shark tank. That needs to be on US TV. I think it'd be busy. Mm-hmm. They'd have a lot of business. Yeah. Tough on the employees though. Again, the jingle, Bryce, the duvet doula. That's all I have so far. I think that's all you need. Yeah. It's like buy menin. Buy menin. <laughs> what are you watching? What are you doing these days? What are you reading? Um, well, we talked about yesterday how I had my dreams dashed oh. as I went to a film in the cinema. Now you're going to reveal what now, film it was. Yeah, the film that was ruined for me by this one person. Uh, Blackberry. Yeah. I just went and saw it. Highly recommend. So I, it was a first. I actually went into that movie. I hadn't even seen a trailer for it. 
Uh, I just, the reaction to this movie was so positive. Like I saw Patton Oswald raving about it and all these other people, these actors and movie people saying this Blackberry movie is really good. And uh, it's a, it's a Canadian movie. Like it's a made in Canada thing. It's all about uh, research and motion and them starting the Blackberry and yeah. getting that then shooting to the moon and then just crashing back to earth. Cause all of a sudden Steve jobs comes yeah. along and he's like, hold my beer. Yeah. They show that in the movie at one point it has all the engineers huddled around watching uh, Apple announce the iPhone and they're sitting there being like, we might be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, it stars Glenn Howerton, who people would know best as Dennis from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They, uh, he's a good-looking guy with a thick, lush head of hair. But in this movie, he plays Jim Balsilli, and they had to put in the cul-de-sac of hair on Oh, yeah. And I found that very distracting. <laughs> What's he, that like as an actor? And as a guy with that hairstyle, I just shave it right off. Like, that would be too—like, if all of a sudden Bryce, I'm like— for uh, the show Monday morning, I need you to, I you got to have the cul-de-sac of hair. Like, you're going to have to live with that for several months after. Yeah. I'm like, is this a bald cap thing that they did, or did he actually commit and do it? Yeah. Because I'd be worried that it would never grow back. Yeah. That you do that and it never comes back. Look uh, at me. It doesn't come back. So, yeah, he plays Jim Balsilli. Uh Jay Baruchel is also in it. Plays the other guy whose name I've already forgotten, uh, who launched Research in Motion. But it's just funny because it starts in 1996, when they're pitching the idea around and just a lot of the image, like you see a shopper's drug mart that looks like the nineties. You yeah. see in one scene, a Tim Horton's Timbits box from the nineties. Like the yellow one. Yeah. The old yellow one. And you see that you're like, ah, I so gotta see this. It was pretty cool to see just how big that company got. And it was Canadian. And then of course they just fell off a cliff and now it's absolutely worthless. How many smartphones out of five smartphones will you give Blackberry? I give it a solid, Four and a half smartphones out of five. Wow. It was really good. It was like the social network, but for Canadian telecommunications. Okay, you've sold me. <laughs> I got <laughs> Yeah. In other parts of the world, they're like, tell me more about Canadian telecommunications, please. <laughs> but BlackBerry in defense, though, like that it was, was an international. Like it was. They said uh, at its peak, Blackberries accounted for 45% of all cell phones well, on Earth. My first smartphone was the first BlackBerry. It was really well done. And I had a plastic holster that I'd wear on my belt. Yeah, at its peak, it was 45%, and now it's 0%. Wow. Like, it's a fall from grace. Yeah. Um, I really don't... I started watching this thing on Netflix called Missing, Dead or Alive. Ooh. And it's a four-part series. And, like, so I watched the first episode, and I thought... I thought each one was, like, a, a different story. I thought each one was... But then they go into episode number two. Basically, it's about a woman, a 61-year-old woman who just vanishes one day from her home. And everybody's pointing the finger at her troubled son, who, when he speaks, if you watch this, when the son speaks, he sounds exactly like Mitch Hedberg, the comedian. Oh, wow. Okay. His cadence and his delivery. And he sounds kind of high. Yeah, kind of high. Yeah. So anyways, everyone's pointing the finger at him and he looks very, very suspicious. Episode two starts and I thought, okay, we're going to get a new case of a new missing person. Nope. It's the continuation of that story. And there is a massive twist. Ooh, I like twists. I will tell you that, that I did not see coming. Okay, I'm intrigued. Is this a new series? I don't, I think so. Oh, okay. It showed up in my recommend, oh God, wouldn't that be something if it was like seven years old <laughs> and I'm just catching on? <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
We don't say this is when we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading. It's not necessarily new stuff. It's just what's captured our attention. So I'm plowing through uh, Missing Dead or Alive, and it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. All right. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Does Doola sound a lot like uh, LoopCity.ca, the other jingle I made up? I mean, it could work. I think it's the only jingle I have. So, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what I always say. Yeah. Lube City, you still rolling around town with those winter tires on? <sighs> embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Get those off. You look like you don't care about your car. You know who could help you? Lube City. Just go steering in there and go, can you help me get these off? And they'll put your uh, summer tires back on. Change your oil. You know, do maintenance work on your car. Slap a crisp high five on you. Uh-huh. And maybe you're like, Pfft. But where is there a lube city near me? Well, there's 27 of them in Alberta, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> Did I say bro? Sounded natural. Yeah. Well, 27 Alberta locations. You can find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! Boy, oh boy. Songs that are so bad that they're good is a runaway train. I can't believe how many people have chimed in on this topic. You could say that it took the midnight train going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you rascal. Ugh. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Somebody said, we were talking a few minutes ago, yesterday on the show, God, Bryce Kelly, Garner Andrews, facilitators of joy. Man, it sure did. It was fun yesterday. Everyone talking about the songs that are so bad that they're kind of good. Yes, and we were having a real good time, but then there were haters, of course, who don't want you to ever have a good time. Like, they're just... They are vampires, and good times are sort of like them being hit by sunlight. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, if Debbie Downer and Buzz Killington had a baby... <laughs> That's who was texting in yesterday. Yeah. But again, Bryce, you and I, we will continue to be the facilitators of joy. There was a theme. Like a lot of those songs that we were talking about, they came out of the late 90s. Yeah. What was it? Like Barbie Girl. Chumbawamba. Uh, Chumbawamba was one that came in over and over again yesterday. Uh, All Star. Smash Mouth. Walking yeah. on the Sun. Smash Mouth has some bangers. Jeez. What was that other band? Not Smash Mouth. Oh, Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah. They had a couple of those songs. Is that I Just Want to Fly? Yeah. I Just Want to Fly. Oh. That's not a great song. No, it isn't. It was a bad song that became a good song because... It's so bad you shimmy your shoulders to it. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We're just talking about songs that are so bad they're actually pretty good. Although this one keeps coming in over and over again, you know, as a facilitator of joy... And a guy who's trying desperately to see the bright side of everything. I don't get this one. I just, I kind of feel like this is probably just a bad song. This one. Oh, oh, oh. No sound oh. That no one you know this, right? What does the fox say? What does the fox say? Am I supposed to be playing this on the radio? What the fuck? Oh boy, okay. Hmm. 
Anyway, no, I don't... I fail to see the good side of that song. You can try and convince me it's it's good, but... Do you want to continue this discussion? Songs so bad they're actually good? A lot of people were digging Drinking in L.A., Brand Van 3000. I think that's a good song. Uh, this is Dennis. Happy Friday, guys. Great discussion about songs so bad. You played Cake's Short Skirt, Long Jacket. My big sister believes that song is the origin of today's much-disliked self-righteousness Karen persona. Thoughts? I don't know if I quite... Okay. I don't know if I understand that one, Dennis. So bad it's actually good? Limp Biscuit. How dare you? There's Peaches again from the Presidents of the United States of America. We played that song yesterday. I don't think that was ever a bad song. It's just a good song. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I don't know that I agree with this one right here. This one just came in again. You know the one, right, Bryce? This one? Here we go. I can't believe that someone went into a music studio, laid that down, the ding, 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 and then walked out being like, crushed it. They're like Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven, (laughs) hold my beer. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Oh, this one might, I don't know. Has this one come around the globe? Is it good now? Like it started out horrible, but is this... Sounds like a robot. Fast forward. Just to the course. I want to hear the course. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking Ooh, yeah. Jeez. Friday. Uh, no, I don't think that ever left. Uh, it's still on town. the bad side of the planet. Yeah, that's still that's still in garbage town. That one never left. <laughs> That plane got stuck on the tarmac. Uh, it's the Gunner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. People keep bringing this one up. All I can say is, how dare you? She is a Canadian songbird treasure. Uh-oh. This song right here. Baby, hey, I just like you. good song how can you hate that song huh uh, how can you possibly hate that song that put pretty the, easily smile honestly puts a, that song puts a smile on my face Bryce that song is garbage <laughs> <laughs> you should have told her and her mom when I was talking to them in the front lobby that day oh yeah I should look around the corner she could be here that was weird that was uh, weird because I talked to her and her mom for 20 minutes and had no idea who she was yeah and now and look then, at her that night, I went to the Justin Bieber show with some people I knew at the time who were huge Justin Bieber fans, and I pointed to them and I said, hey, that's the girl I talked to at work this morning for 20 minutes. <sighs> yeah, you've always been a champion for that song. I've never once ever thought for a second that that was enjoyable. Mm, but I hey. think the majority of people are like, yes, Garner, yes. <laughs> oh, bad birthdays. We were talking about that. Like, not... Not a bad birthday party, but a bad time of year to have a birthday. Like Christmas kids, I think, have it the worst. 
Like you think that that would be an awesome time to be born? Uh Uh-uh. You just get lost in the shuffle of wrapping paper and chaos. You can't even have a birthday party because everyone's doing family stuff for Christmas. So you have to do it before or after your birthday. You may as well just start a new life somewhere else with a different birthday. This, to me, this cracks me up. I love this kind of stuff. This person says, my brother's birthday is May the 4th. May the 4th be with you makes him rage. So, of course, I ask him if he wants a new Darth Vader stuffy every year. It's so entertaining for me. Yeah, the May the 4th. Well, we know a guy with a May the 4th birthday. Yeah, that one, it's really ratcheted up a notch the last couple years. Yeah. And I understand his frustration. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hang on, hang on. Hi. I wanted to talk today about um, people who have birthdays on holidays or oh. long weekends. Yeah, because we were talking about like a May long weekend birthday kind of sucks because everybody's out of everybody's got plans that don't include you, the birthday girl or the birthday boy. It is my birthday today, and growing up, it was really hard to plan a birthday because the weekend before May long is always Mother's Day weekend, and then you have May long, so everybody's going to open up their cabins, and then the weekend after, they now want to go enjoy their cabins. So yeah. Wow. You know who doesn't feel any pity for you whatsoever? (laughs) The Christmas kids. True. True. (laughs) Which... When I was a when I was a kid, I always thought that'd be the best. You get all that, you get so many gifts. But nobody rem- when you're born on Christmas Day, you're just a part of the chaos. Yeah, the spotlight does not shine on you. No, you're completely forgotten. That'd yeah, be rough. Start a support group. Yeah, well, I'm not a Christmas baby. No, I'm, I'm far enough out. I'm like the middle of January, so everybody's forgotten about Christmas then, and everybody's looking forward to my birthday. Everybody's looking No? I'm nearly a Valentine's baby Yeah Nearly Then I would have had to share my birthday with all the hot smooches I would never get a restaurant reservation No, because everybody would be uh, hungry for smooches in public Yeah I'm a New Year's baby I hate my birthday Ooh, that's a tough one It would be Ugh That's a real tough one Shout out to my friend Mark Anderson, who used to live across the street from me. He uh, he is a New Year's baby. He was the New Year's baby when he was born in, I don't know, did Ardrossan have a hospital? He was the New I'm Year's sure baby. sure they at least had a tool shed. But he was born on January 2nd. He was a small town kid, so they'd Oof. wait till January 2nd to get their New Year's baby. Yeah, being a May long weekend baby would be tough, but you're right. The Christmas babies and New Year's, that's that's the roughest. Somebody says, I'm a Christmas baby. Try competing with Jesus every year. <sighs> Jesus always gets all the attention, doesn't yeah, he? that's a battle you'll rarely win. Yeah. Huh. I'm a 420 baby. Are you? <laughs> oh, no, no. That's a, <laughs> someone says, I'm a 420 baby. Everyone celebrates my birthday. They sure do. Yeah, do they still celebrate it, though, or are we kind of good there now? They might not rally like they used to, but I'm sure they still celebrate. Yeah. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The Christmas babies, I think they had it rough. Like, we all thought, ah, it'd be so awesome to be, you know, have your birthday on Christmas. But as somebody who is a Christmas baby pointed out, try sharing your birthday with Jesus. Nobody cares about you. Somebody said, oh, uh, this one's rough. I know someone who was born on 9-11. Not the anniversary of 9-11, but on the day it actually happened. Talk about getting lost in the chaos. 
Yeah, that would have been a rough day to be a new mom or dad. I mean, the kid would have no idea, but yikes. Somebody else said, My son's birthday is Christmas Eve. Anything he gets for his birthday is wrapped in birthday present gift wrap. Christmas stuff is in Christmas wrapping. I've tried really hard over the years to make sure that there's no overlap between his birthday and Christmas. I also make sure that I tell the grandparents that anything for his birthday has to be for his birthday. Christmas is Christmas. Keep it as such. His birthday party is usually a week or two before Christmas, so nobody has actually left yet to go on vacation. Uh, Christmas Eve, we do whatever he wants for supper and for his cake. And then we still do our tradition opening one Christmas gift the night before after his birthday festivities. I think it works. Yeah, that'd probably be awesome for a very narrow period of time. Like, once you hit your 20s, like your late teens, early 20s, when you really want to go out and celebrate your your birthday, the Christmas birthday, that's going to suck for you for a while. Oh, yes, this is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow! Uh, Bryce had the story a few minutes ago, Oscar Myers changing the name of the Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile to the Oscar Meyer Frank Mobile. No. Leave it alone. The thing's been around forever. Just call it the Wienermobile. And like I said, Wiener is, it's the funniest word in your vocabulary. Like you call someone a Wiener when no, when no one's expecting you to go, ah, oh, Bev, she's such a Wiener. It gets a laugh because people aren't expecting that from you. And it's a perfectly legal word to say. You can call someone a Wiener. It's fun. Well, I don't know if you can do it in the workplace. You probably don't want to do that. But like when you're just hanging out with your family and your friends, call your kids the wiener kid or something. I mean, Homer Simpson did it and it was funny. Somebody said, I'm sorry, but the Oscar Mayer wiener jingle calls it a wiener. Are they going to change that too? I don't know. I hope not. I was saying a few minutes ago that my ultimate dream vehicle, and I'm not even joking. Like if I could find a used wienermobile within driving distance like I don't want to have to travel to South Carolina and drive a Wienermobile all the way back to Canada although that'd be an adventure but if I could find one locally for a decent price I would probably buy it somebody said uh, so my dad used to work in the food industry he somehow managed to get the hot doggers that's what they called the people that drove the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile I uh, got the hot doggers to drive the Wienermobile over to our house so I could get an up-close-and-personal look at it. It was pretty sweet, as I remember. It was effing huge. That was circa 1997. I think I've stole, told the story before, too. When I was living in Victoria, I used to work in radio out there. This was a long time ago. I actually remember the exact date. I was driving home from work one day, and... Uh, I saw the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile parked in front of the grocery store that I always went to, but I drove by, but I thought, hmm, I circled back because it was sitting there. I got to peek through the windows, but there was also a little draw where you could win uh, a ride in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, and I filled out a ballot and I put it in the box. I never enter draws, ever. Now, I did not win, so I didn't get my dream ride in the Wienermobile, but I remember the exact date. It was August 9th, 1995, because as I was pulling up to the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, I heard on the radio that Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead had died. It was the exact same moment I pulled up at the Wienermobile. 
Anyway, don't let them change the name. Boycott the Oscar Mayer wieners if we have to. It's not a Frank Mobile. We don't call them Franks here in Canada. Do we? Am I missing something? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. 